0: romans 7 release from the law bound to christ do you not know brothers and sisters for i am speaking to those who know the law the law has authority over someone only as long as that person lives for example by law a married woman is bound to her husband as long as he is alive but if her husband dies she is released from the law that binds her to him so then If she has sexual relations with another man while her husband is still alive, she is called an adulteress. But if her husband dies, she is released from that law and is not an adulteress if she marries another man. So my brothers and sisters, you also died to the law through the body of Christ, that you might belong to another, to him who was raised from the dead, in order that we might bear fruit for God. For when we were in the realm of the flesh, the sinful passions around by the law were at work in us. Romans 8 The life through the Spirit Therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus the law of the Spirit, who gives lives, has set you free from the law of sin and death. For what the law was powerless to do, because it was weakened by the flesh, God, did by sending his own son in the likeness of sin, flesh, to be a sin offering, and so he condemned sin in the flesh, in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fully met in us, who do not live according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires, but those who live in accordance with the spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. The mind governed by the flesh is dead. But the mind governed by the Spirit is life and peace. The mind governed by the flesh... Romans 9 Paul's anguish over Israel I speak the truth in Christ. I am not lying. My conscience confirms it through the Holy Spirit. I have great sorrow and unceasing anguish in my heart for I could wish that I myself were cursed and cut off from Christ for the sake of my people, those of my own race, but the people of Israel. Theirs is the adoption to sonships. Theirs the divine glory, the covenants, the receiving of the law, the temple worship and the promises. Theirs are the patriarchs, and from them is traced the human ancestry of the Messiah, who is God over all forever praised Amen. God's sovereign choice. It is not as though God's word had failed, for not all who are descended from Israel are Israel, nor because they are his descendants are they all Abraham's children. On the contrary, it is through Isaac that our offspring will be reckoned. In other words, it is not the children by physical descent who are God's children, but it is the children of the promise who are regarded as Abraham's offspring. For this was how the promise was stated. At the appointed time I will return, and Sarah will have a son. Not only that, but Rebekah's children were conceived the same time by our father Isaac, yet before the twins were born or had done anything good or bad, in order that God's purpose in election might stand not by works but by him who calls she was told the older will serve the younger just as it is written jacob i loved but esau i hated what then shall we say is god unjust not at all for he says to moses i have mercy on whom i have mercy and i will have compassion on whom i have compassion it does not, therefore, depend on human desire or effect but on God's mercy. For the scripture says to Pharaoh, I have raised you for this very purpose, that I might display my power in you, and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. Therefore, God has mercy on whom he wants to have mercy, and he hardens whom he wants to harden. One of you will say to me, then why does God still blame us? For who is able to resist his will? But who are you, a human being, to talk back to God? Shall what is formed say to the one who is formed it? Why did you make it like this? Does the potter not have the right to make out the same lump of clay, some pottery for special purposes and some for common use? What if God, although choosing to saw his wrath and make his power known, for this great patience the subject of his wrath, prepared for destruction? What if he did this to make the riches of his glory known to be objects of his mercy, whom he prepared in advance for glory? Even us, whom we also called, not only from the Jews, but also from the Gentiles as he says in Hosea, I will call them my people, who are not my people, and I will call my loved ones who are not my loved one. And in the very place and in the very place where it said to them, You are not my people, then there they will be called children of the living God. Isaiah cries out concerning Israel. Though the number of the Israelites be like the sand by the sea, only the remnant will be saved, for the Lord will carry out His sentence on the earth with speed and finality. It's just as Isaiah said previously, unless the Lord Almighty had left us descendants, we would have become like Sodom, we have been like Gomorrah, Israel's unbelief. What then shall we say? that the gentiles who did not pursue righteousness have obtained it, a righteousness that is by faith. But the people of Israel who pursued the law as the way of righteousness have not obtained their goal. Why not? Because they pursued it not by faith, but as if it were by works. They stumbled over the stumbling stone, as it is written. See, I lay in Zion, a stone causes people to stumble, and a rock that makes them fall, and the one who believes in him will never be put to shame.